We are the Chemical Syndicate, and this is a Batman podcast. This week, episode 13, a brave and bold bat casting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chemical Syndicate! Yeah, baby! The Bat Boys are back in town. That's right, because this is a Batman podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had to legitimately clear my throat on that one. Pardon me. <laughs> my bad, people. Well, if you're joining us, yes, we are the Chemical Syndicate. This is a Batman podcast. We're back again, mm-hmm. doing what we do best, being bros that talk about bats, Hell man. Yeah. Bats, mans. Bats, mans. <laughs> That's right. You Guy, said it. Yeah, you said it. You said it, man. I said it. And then and then you said it. I said it again <laughs> and again and, and again. again. <laughs> We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm David. How's it, How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm getting over, still getting over being sick. I think I've got I think I've got the lung pop. <laughs> I got the lung. The black lung. I got the lung pop. <laughs> nah, David's gonna live. He's living and breathing in front of me. Come on. Listen to me. <sighs> Sorry, the, everybody. <laughs> what was the uh, Chief Wiggum one? It was like <laughs> I can finally I can breathe. breathe. <laughs> 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 Never a dull day when you got a Simpsons reference on the uh, the other end of this recording. That's right. Hell yeah. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode, we are going to be talking about, well, how should I say this? Um, well, we're going to be fan casting, folks. That's right. We're diving into the speculation pool. That's right. Because if you didn't know, I'm going to learn you. And that is... There's a new universe Ooh. that's been birthed. <laughs> oh, well, not just yet. Well, I mean... The idea of a universe. The idea of a universe, yes, that's right, has been birthed by the likes of James Gunn and Peter Safran, that's who are the uh, new heads of DC Films, a.k.a. DC Studios. Brand new studio in town. That's right, that's right. And they announced that there's going to be a brand new Batman movie. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Just when you thought you were safe. <laughs> just when you thought you were safe. That Just when you thought you've had enough Batman. Just when you thought you knew who Batman was. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They throw in a new one. But don't you fret just yet because Robert Pattinson, old Pattinson, he is still the Batman. That's right. So The and, Batman. That's right. The Batman. And we'll be touching uh, on that a little bit uh, more here in the little while. But uh, yeah, we have decided to, since there has been, it's very, very early stages of the announcement mm-hmm. of this new universe that he and uh, Saffron are developing with a lot of, uh, with the creative teams that they've got put together. And they've got a whole slate of ideas that mm-hmm. I'm going to be laying on y'all here in a bit. Lay it on me. I'm going to lay it on you in a bit. No, 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 lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> in a bit, David. Settle down. You're just so full of testosterone. That's not going to cure you of your ailments, buddy. Take it easy. I just got pumped. 
Also, is your shirt like uh, the Metallica Black album, or is it just a black sweater with like something that looks like a snake? Don't talk about my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, he's dying. No, this is actually a, uh, my cousin made this uh, sweater for me. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it's cool. I it's like, like it. It has to do with my, my birthday and our uh, Native American heritage. And, oh, yeah. look at that. Very cultural. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Thanks, Amelia. Mm. Shout out to Amelia. There we go. There you go. She's a sweetheart. I never. I don't know if she is. I never met her. But if she's your family, if she's your kin. That's right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys. So David and I were like, you know, let's have a little bit of fun. Right now, it's still very, very early in the stages of this new universe. And, you know, James Gunn has gone on to say that their introduction of their version of Batman is going to be in a movie called The Brave and the Bold, which will also involve the dynamic of not just Batman, but one half of the dynamic duo itself in Robin. Yes. And this is also going to be the first live-action version of Damian Wayne, mm-hmm. the son of Bruce Wayne. Bruce. And Talia al Ghul. Or is it Talia al Ghul? <laughs> nah, I it's not as good as... Am I pronouncing this right? Not as good as Raz al Ghul. The daughter of Raz and al Ghul. <laughs> Or for the initiated, Raz Al Al Ghul. That's right. Um, so for a little bit of a background here, I think it's gonna we're gonna have to start off with the triumph and downfall of the DC extended oh, universe. We're going all the way back to that. A little bit. Let's a little bit. It, oh, we'll do it a little bit. So in the DC extended universe, which was started by Man of Steel back in 2013 with its release, directed by Zack Snyder. Boom! You know that movie came out. It made money, but it wasn't critically divisive. Yeah, it was. It was. It was divisive. I yeah. think time has been a little bit kinder to Man of Steel, thankfully, because yeah. all things considered, it's a really good Superman movie. I like it. I like that movie. I so, like that a lot yeah. too. And um, with the sequel, they announced, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna throw Batman in there." <laughs> and this is twenty. You guys like Batman, right? You, you you didn't like Man of Steel, but you guys like. Man, right? Like Batman. What if we threw Batman in the sequel for the, the, the Superman sequel, huh? You guys love us then? Yeah. And that, you know, I remember that announcement over, I think it was at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. They had um, Henry uh, Lennox do like right, a yeah. reading of like Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So it was an incredible announcement. And then I think it was a month or two later, they, they cast Ben Affleck, yeah. which of course was polarizing because people remember all the bad movies that yeah. Ben Affleck's in, but never the good ones. <laughs> and he had been in like a, an Oscar nominated movie that came out the year before with Argo. Yeah. So it's like, come on, guys. Oscar winning. It Oscar winning. Picture. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, and therefore they had their Batman in their shared universe. Yeah. And the first movie that was going to be involving that would be the sequel to Man of Steel, which was called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Mouthful. Fuck. <laughs> you know, it, and two things, uh, you know, two thoughts on that one. One, at the time, and I think we talked about this extensively, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, too, where it's like, man, like, the, the studio was super rock hard of having a Batman versus Superman movie. For a long time, For yeah. a long time. And and that title alone, Batman v Superman, was, like, always mm-hmm. out there. So yeah. it's like, they really wanted that. Yeah. And they got it. I got it. But the addition of, like, Dawn of Justice was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man. It's like, okay, like, the, it, it, just, it reeks of, like, corporate... Like meddling and like, okay, well, they have to know that like Huge. this is gonna be part of the Justice League, so like, let's can, can we like shoehorn in the other Justice League members and then also like put in the title that this is like the dawn of the Justice League. 
I mean, you know, everything, if you're a fan of like the TV series, the boys and the, the season two, season three stuff where they do like a spoof on that. I mean, come on, that's literally, yeah. I mean, it's justified in what they did. Yeah, And totally. honestly, even at the time we're like, that's a stupid fucking, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just such an, it's unwieldy. Note. Yeah. Like you're going to have the title is two dudes facing off and mm-hmm. it's the dawn of justice. What? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And you know, like they, they, they just, they, 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 I'm scratching my pits. Sorry. Oh, it was a real itch there. there. A real Get itch in there, there, buddy. Get nice and deep. <laughs> um, I'm relieved now, so I'm good of that itch. Um, but it's dumb because it's like, man, of all the of all the titles that you could have used, man, World's Finest is the standout, obviously, yeah. when involving Batman, Superman. Yeah. Um, who knows? It was a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah. But their version of Batman in the Extended Universe was officially set, though. And, you know, Affleck had a few appearances and still has a couple more appearances to go as of this recording. Yeah, man. It's surprising. He's been Batman for, I mean, almost 10 years now. <laughs> technically, he's yeah. been cast as Batman for 10 years. Yeah. He's appeared in at least, you know, three, four films with... Uh, with Batman v Superman, Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, Justice League, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's going to be appearing in The Flash and Aquaman mm-hmm. uh, and The Lost Kingdom. Yeah. So we're not done with Ben Affleck yet as Batman. And yeah. who knows? Maybe he'll still appear here and there. We don't know yet. Um, For a guy that really seems to be done with Batman, he is being Batman a lot. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, I think it depends on the extent of the amount of work he has to put in. Yeah. You know? Uh, just, like, show up and just be like, hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, like 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 for for the Zack Snyder, uh, cut, you know, for the Snyder Cut reshoots, I mean, mm-hmm. what, he's just got to show up in a suit and talk. He doesn't have to actually yeah. do anything yeah, action no, Yeah, there's no action, no nothing like that. Yeah. So, and we'll yeah. see what happens in Flash and Aquaman. But. Right, so it remains to be seen. It's still very unfinished with how the DC Extended Universe finishes up yeah um but unfortunately overall that franchise has been has had some ups and downs um mostly downs uh and (laughs) that's what's led to the very controversial change-ups uh that's happened endlessly Mm -hmm. and honestly do i put the fault on the creators do i put the fault on the actors do i put the fault on even the fans well yeah the fans but uh, (laughs) you know more than anything i i think I might be wrong, David, in sharing this, but I would like to speak for you in saying that it's Warner Brothers that's really meddled yeah. with a lot of what's going on and has screwed up a lot of the creative process of what makes these films special. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, Warner Brothers really never made like a uh, a dedicated studio for these uh, DC movies. They never really even – I feel like they never even made like a, a dedicated um, uh, department uh, for these <laughs> Uh, so there's nobody that's like the head of them that is like kind of shepherding everything, and uh, you get that in the in the movies that came out. Everything's it's they vary wildly in in um, uh, quality, and uh, they've o- over the course of these ten years, Man of Steel came out in 2013, 2023 now. Um, they they just haven't built a good brand. It's like when a DC movie comes out, a lot of people dunk on it. You know, they just say. Even before seeing it, it's just like, well, this is probably going to be bad because Suicide Squad was bad. You know, like the 2016 yeah. Suicide Squad was bad. Uh, like, Justice League was terrible. Uh, you know, people don't like Black Adam, you know. It's, yeah, Black uh, Adam, like, underperformed. Yeah. And that had one of the biggest film stars of the modern era yeah. with, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. starring in it. and. Dude, people love The Rock, yeah. and he did not have enough sway to yeah. get people into the theaters to see this yeah. movie, a project in which he spent, for some reason, 
like 15 years <laughs> to get off the ground. Yeah. Well it's, before there was a DC extended universe. Mind. Yeah. The fact that he's so invested in this too. Yeah. I commend him though. I commend him I for mean, seeing good, it yeah. through. He's, he, he sees it through. He's always um, very uh, gung-ho on his projects that he's doing and yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, you, you, know, you and I have had private you, conversations yeah. about The Rock and yeah. his... Uh, uh, what I feel his mediocre movies, <laughs> even though he's like <laughs> we're the hardest working man in show business, yeah. but his movies don't reflect that. Um, <laughs> but you're not, you're not wrong though. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, uh, we're we're in a uh, uh, landscape where where DC is synonymous with bad superhero movies. The, what people think of as the thing wrong with the superhero genre is DC. And you know it's it's amazing because Warner Brothers has a very very awful track record with yeah. this. I can't. I'd have to do some research, but I would assume that they're probably at fault for the downfall of the Superman films with Christopher Reeves. Mm. You know, I mean, look, we don't get Superman three in a quest for peace or even like <laughs> whatever Superman two the initial yeah. cut was. You know, before we got the official Richard Donner cut. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. who knows? That it sounds like they've always been getting their hands in the yeah. pot. The thing is, like, Warner Brothers 2 gave us the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. So, and, like, that was, like, for the most part, once you get to, like, the second and third films, mm-hmm. they're definitely untouched. Yeah. It's pure Chris Nolan and yeah. his team. Right. So it's really weird. They, they've they churned out some incredible legendary films yeah. that will be remembered in a, you know, in the in a very positive way. And in, in, in all honesty, the Dark Knight in of itself changed a lot of what Hollywood has done yeah. In regards to films like, you know, for superhero films, comic book inspired films. Yeah. Uh, case in point, like the 2009 Academy Awards, you know, uh, up to that point, there was always five films that mm-hmm. were nominated or whatever. The category had like very limited, you know, yeah. amounts of people involved. And then with the uproar and the hassle of the Academy not acknowledging the Dark Knight. Acknowledge me. <laughs> acknowledge me. <laughs> and uh, not 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 giving the Dark Knight its just due of being a quality film. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly just, you know, left on somebody else's plate. And the following year, of course, they expanded their, you know, category to like 10 yeah, nominations. Yeah, up, you can get up to 10. So. You can get up to 10. So, and that's so courtesy of The Dark Knight and the yeah. fandom and the respect that people had for that film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, when The Dark Knight Rises came out, that barely got any nominations too. Right, so yeah. it's like, all right, what, whatever. Yeah. And it, it's funny because, you know – not to get lost on this, but like, you know, cause I don't give a shit about like <laughs> award seasons. Usually yeah. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm numb to it now. It's yeah. like, I understand that the Academy award is, you know, the Academy awards, you know, it's just a, you know, it's its own group of people that yeah. have very different varying feelings on films. And you have and, a campaign for them. Yeah. And, it's yeah. just one big giant ass blast. Yeah. And it's funny cause it's like the <laughs> oldest, <laughs> that one, did, that one caught you there. Um, it's the oldest, you know, kind of award show in town that has the prestige and the admiration of its, uh, you know, kind of, you know, all of the stars and everything mm-hmm. involved. So I get it. I get why it's there. And, and look, it's hard to, like, not talk about films that we love or things without saying, like, oh, yeah, this one got nominated for an award or, yeah. or won this it did that. So, yes, it it, it, de- it deserve, uh, deserves to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the benchmark anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Anyways, with that being said, um, Warner Brothers has put out quality films, but man, have they just put out some shit ones too. And yeah. DC, unfortunately, in that category is suffered for that. Yeah. Their shared universe has, uh, has, has suffered. They've, they've 
been dropping the ball. Got butterfingers on this shared universe. Dude, remember when back in 2014 when they announced a whole slate running through 2020? Oh, yeah, man. We were supposed to have uh, a Cyborg movie by now. <laughs> we were supposed to have had Cyborg. The Flash was supposed to come out years ago. Yeah. Um, supposed to get a Green Lantern movie. Green Lan- a Green Lantern core. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Justice League 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2017, then 2019. <laughs> They had it all laid out. They thought it was that simple because they had properties that were established and that they've used before yeah. that were successful. And they owned all of their characters. Yeah. You know, they didn't, it wasn't like Marvel where they had to like partner up go with Sony. Scraping and... at the bottom of the barrel to, right. to, to start the universe. And then, yeah, partner up with Sony or have to buy Fox. Yeah, <laughs> spend billions of dollars right. to buy Fox. I mean, it's insane how, like, you know, the MCU was earned. Yeah appropriately yeah it was a tough battle for them to get a lot of their stuff back mm-hmm. um courtesy of disney just being you know the richest company <laughs> of all time right. um but yeah i mean like the mcu was earned and the dc extended universe was not it was yeah. mostly like oh they they're doing it and they're making money yeah. we could do that we, we could, could do, do it better yeah. well unfortunately they didn't no and it, it's shown because yeah. and like i said I, We've talked about this a lot where it's like, dude, Warner Brothers sticks their hands in the pot. They get it messy. And you're right. They don't yeah. have somebody like a Kevin Feige right. over there guiding them and, yeah. and, and working with them and, and showing them the way of what's the perfect blend. What's yeah. the what's the you know ingredients and the formula to make something like this you know feasible yeah. and entertaining and consistent? Because the one thing you can say about the uh, Marvel Cinematic Movie, you know, universe movies is this, you know. Are there some ones that you just don't like over the others? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But even is that like a bad movie in of itself? Right, yeah. I don't think they've ever put out a clunker, you know? Yeah, and, and for me personally, if as of this recording, I would personally tell you like, you know, and I've told you a bunch of times, like, you know, like what? I don't like Eternals. I don't yeah. like uh, Iron Man 3. I don't yeah. like Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Cool. Like that's a few out There's of still 30. All, all, <laughs> even the three that you named are still... Uh, eminently watchable. You right. Know what I mean, like, there's not like a, like, I, I tried going back and watching like a Suicide Squad, uh, the first one, and it's like, man, I can't, I can't get through this because it's just like, just bad filmmaking, you know, it's just, just bad. <laughs> yeah. In general. Um, and then, like, you know, you look at, uh, some of the other films that were just disappointments, like the Justice League stuff is just so, man, everything behind that. Yeah. Oh, the Justice League movie is just like so uh terrible and <laughs> And you know what's funny though? I Boring, remember I remember when we first watched it, we're like, yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah, like trying we were to trying like, to be nice yeah. and justify it. <laughs> yeah, trying to justify ourselves. Trying to find the uh positives. Yeah. But in reality it's like, nah, this one just sucks, dude. Yeah, man. Like like I don't know if I've ever really gone back and rewatched all of Justice League yeah. before, you know, like maybe I'll watch a couple things, but. And then, you know, with the, the whole situation with Zack Snyder at the time with his mm-hmm. daughter, you yeah. know, having committed suicide, it's a very sensitive situation yeah. and it's like, come on now. And then Joss Whedon just, you know, having a fall from grace, basically. Yeah. Like that, yeah. did not see that coming. No, I mean. And it was just poor timing that he was attached to pick up whatever was left of the, the project and right. do, finish off his way. Yeah. And then, of course, the uproar and the, you know, success of the fans getting the Snyder Cut made, yeah. which was an improvement. But in reality, I mean, let's just be honest, had his vision, mm-hmm. in that, like, let's say all four hours of it yeah. was released. Yeah. I don't think people would be into that. No, people, it, would, it would not have done, I don't think it would have done any better than uh, uh, what we got in the theatrical version of Justice League. It, and it would just would have been more 
more divisive, you know. Like I, I feel yeah. like I feel like the theatrical version of of uh, Justice League, the consensus was pretty uniform in that it was like it was okay, <laughs> right. And I think that adding on an extra two hours, yeah, and giving it the full Snyder vision of what that story was supposed to be, yeah. I'm almost 100% certain had it not been for the theatrical Whedon version of the Justice League movie that nobody would nobody would have had kind things to say about the Snyder no, Cut. No, yeah, probably not. So by comparison, it's yeah. better. And by yeah. comparison, it's like what could have been. Mm-hmm. So, But it's, it, it's just got more of, of what people don't like about Snyder. You right, know? Like, right. So like the and, Snyder fans love it. People that don't like Snyder will you know, obviously hate all the yeah. stuff that's... Right, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, what you got was what you got. So, yeah. um, And then all the successful ones, like Wonder Woman in 2017, yeah. was met with a, a terrible follow-up with 84. Yeah. What a letdown. Yeah, One of the absolute best trailers. Oh, yeah, great Holy trailer, shit. man. shit. What got a great trailer. I love that trailer, <laughs> man, with the Blue Monday remix yeah. and everything like that. One of the best trailers of all time. Yeah. And then with the pandemic, it pushed it back a little bit. But when it finally came out, it's like, all right, cool. Finally, the, yeah. you know, a movie that, you know, a major movie released, you know, in the pandemic. And yeah. what a letdown. Yeah. What a major letdown. Yeah. Um, the less said, the better for that one. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, for the successes, Aquaman. You, I would never have guessed that Aquaman would make a billion dollars. <laughs> Dude, out of all the movies... Yeah. In the DC Extended Universe, that one made a billion dollars. Yeah. Aquaman, a character for many years, was a joke to yeah. a lot of fans. The guy who can talk to fish yeah. and all this other stuff. The only, yeah, like you said, the only one in the, in the DC universe, the, the shared universe that made a billion dollars. Like, okay. Like, yeah. Cool. And I mean, like, I, I, I do like that movie. It, and it wasn't even the last DC film to make a billion dollars, but it wasn't the film that was in a shared, it was the only right, film in yeah. the shared universe because yeah. Joker made yeah, a Joker billion made dollars. Billion. And that's yeah. an Elseworlds kind of <laughs> take on, on yeah. that uh, character and everything so so it's in shambles so it the, is in the shambles. dc dc and, uh shared universes and, and you know honestly it was it was really much post justice league the whedon one back mm-hmm. in 2017 where you found some success with aquaman yeah. shazam was you know critically yeah. good and it made enough and it made his money back because it was like a modest budget yeah you know, quote-unquote modest for a superhero right movie, but yeah made it and made a profit and um all things considered birds of prey was entertaining as all hell. I really really enjoyed Birds of Prey a lot. Um, And yeah, I think the story was very successful in Birds of Prey. I don't know how successful the actual movie was, but... It it made barely enough to get, you know, Mm. to make a return. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, critically, though, it was better received. And like I said, I think we've talked where it's like, you know, uh, (laughs) it's like source material-wise, it doesn't really do a great job of uh, not so much adapting, but just the elements that they did use and how they used them wasn't yeah. great. But yeah. fuck, it was an entertaining, yeah, fun movie. Fun, I cannot, I'm baffled by how much I actually enjoyed Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and I, I try not to be a snob or a gatekeeper or whatever, because mm-hmm. sometimes you can feel that way when you've, uh, you know, how should I say this? You, you know, when you when you read certain things that get adapted, you know, you are dangerously, you know, close to being like that. Right. Yeah. You know, you're like, you have these expectations, you know yeah. what you love about this, you hope that it's done right. Yeah. But the reality is, look, whenever you take something from page to screen, you got to be ready for changes. Yeah. And you have to be ready for interpretations and in, in the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And look, we've grown up on things that have shown us otherwise that have been great. Like, I'm not, he- I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Batman 89 movie, which back yeah. in the day, if you were a comic book reader, you'd have your 
you'd be picky about what what happened in that movie. <laughs> yeah. As a as a as a three four year old kid watching it for the first time, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and um and that's just me being negligent of what was. Yeah. So that's really the point. Sometimes that you have to remind yourself is mm-hmm. that sometimes these movies are meant to entertain you. Yeah. But the problem is not all of the DC extended universe was entertaining. Yeah. It got entertaining here and there. Yeah. So there's no consistency like the MCU yeah. was. Right. Right. Thus the downfall and the you know the, so many changes with executives and yeah. it's like it's it's done. But there's a new boss in town. Yeah, so that takes me to like the Warner Brothers Discovery uh, merger, yeah. which then placed uh, David Zasloff mm-hmm. um, at the top there. And you know, man, that dude came in like a wrecking ball. He <laughs> dude canceled Batgirl after it, man, was, it was finished. Yeah, after it was all filmed, he was like, "Nope, this movie sucks." <laughs> I mean. You know, they they keep kind of doubling down on that. Like that film was unreleasable and yeah. it's not good. And it's like, um, like they Peter Safran and James Gunn had their, um, like you know, press release or their, you know, whatever, and uh, they were asked about that that movie. And Peter Safran was like, it was unreleasable. I saw it and it's it's unreleasable. And if it, if we did release it, it would have hurt the brand. It would have hurt everybody that was involved in the movie. <laughs> like. You know- you, you know, <laughs> that's like, some harsh words, man. I roll my eyes at you saying that, not because of you saying it, but just mm-hmm. because it's like they've released worse, right? Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe we don't. Not. We don't know. We we'll don't never know. know. We'll never know. And but we would have had Michael Keaton in that. Movie. We would have had Michael Keaton as Batman again, yeah. which we still have yet to have seen him return as Batman. Yeah. It was supposed to be the Flash like a million years ago. Yeah, and. um Brandon Fraser, hot off of the whale, mm-hmm. to think that Batgirl would have been released literally, you know, as of what was originally supposed to be the release time. Yeah, I think would have been like late 2022. Ideally, it would have coincided mm-hmm. with that. Which, yeah, who knows? Would that have affected the kind of you know, uh, you, you know, the kind of hot streak he's on right now with this performance? Yeah. Who knows? Do I really believe that Batgirl could be unwatchable? I don't know. They still release Suicide Squad. That's a shoot. <laughs> That's a shoot. Oh, you're working yourself into a shoot, brother. Bang, bang. <laughs> um, but with the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger, David Zasloff came in, started cutting down things, trying yeah. to get to the bottom of things, trying to and understand he want, it. He wants to find his Kevin Feige. He wanted to find his Kevin Feige, indeed. So, um, you know, in October of 2002, James Gunn and Peter Safran. Uh, James Gunn, who really late in the game with DC and this had a lot to do with some nonsense that happened with Twitter and MCU stuff. It's stupid. We're not going to get into mm-hmm. that because it's just more time. We don't really feel like diving into <laughs> for that. Um, but he had the opportunity to be involved to make the suicide squad, yeah, yeah, a sequel, sequel to suicide squad, <laughs> which was uh high, you know, it's a much more mature rating for that movie. Yeah. It's violent. It's bloody. It's gory. It's funny. It's thoughtful. It's Heart, it fun. Heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of, it had yeah. everything. It's your standard James Gunn yeah. thing, as well as, you know, disgusting aliens, life forms that will attach itself <laughs> to you. He has a knack for that. Yeah. Slither, the suicide squad, and then with peacemaker. So he's yeah, got a knack right. for like alien things that can get, <laughs> he, he loves aliens. So, um, but the suicide squad was awesome. It was a yeah, fun was fucking movie. Yeah. And, um, then he had, uh, you know, six months later, the Peacemaker series, which yeah. was outstanding. Yeah, it was like one of the best TV shows of the year. And I think yeah. one of the most talked about ones. And yeah. Like that was must see. Yeah. That was like, once that got going, everybody's talking about it. It yeah. had the, gr- the great intro with yeah. the music and the dancing. You know, yeah. John Cena just putting out the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. Like, this showing is us that he's, he's an actual actor. You know, he can, 
you know, he's it's he he's a goofball in terms of like the the character's a goofball, but there is like some pathos there. There's some some real heavy lifting that I think uh, John Cena had to do, and 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 he came through on it. He really did. Um, you know, uh, this was by far like the best thing John Cena's done post wrestling. Yeah. So uh, I commend him as a fan of his, mm-hmm. you know, a wrestling fan that is, yeah. and just. Anything I've seen him act in so far, this was definitely the best stuff. And, you know, James Gunn allowed him that opportunity, which was great. Um, Peter Safran's been a producer for a few of the DC projects. So. Yeah, Shazam, Aquaman. Yeah, so he's been with the good yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, the good ones. <laughs> he's been with the good projects. So that's, that's a plus. Yeah, absolutely. So in October of 2002, James Gunn and Peter Safran were uh, announced as co-chairpersons and CEOs of DC Films, eventually rebranded as DC Studios. Initially, they were just advising Zasloff as to who mm. they could find, yeah. who he could find as their Kevin Feige. <laughs> they were advising, like, maybe us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, basically, he was just, like, super impressed by them. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I guess my search is over. You guys can basically run this thing, and yeah. we can do some magic here. So they officially assumed their positions on uh, the 1st of November of mm. 2022. So, Do you think he gave it to him the, uh, the way that the mayor gives uh, – James Gordon, <laughs> the commissioner job in Dark Knight. You don't have a say in it. <laughs> the yeah. heads of DC Studios, James Gunn and Peter Sapp. I really hope so. And then you got somebody just obnoxiously, <laughs> somebody obnoxiously clapping there. Before we really get deeper, I'm going to, you're going to, I'm sure you've already noticed it. I'm noticing it. There's going to be a lot of parallels that Gunn and his team have put together that sort of, sort of feel very similar to what the MCU formula is. Mm. First and foremost, to get started, I mean, DC Studios. Yeah, DCU. <laughs> DC Universe. That's the right, MCU. the DCU, the MCU, DC Studios, Marvel Studios. Yeah. And you know what, man? As, but why not? Why not? Just, right. I mean, like, why not? Marvel exactly. has the template. Like, why not just follow that? And then if you can branch off in, in other creative ways, go for it. But... Some, somebody's done the work for you. It's exactly. not. There's no. There's no. There is shame a blueprint. In, there's yeah, a there's blueprint. no shame in following that. Exactly. I, I. I think it's. It's funny. Um. And I don't have anything against it because it's like, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um. First and foremost, like you know, they're referring to the first chapter of this franchise. Chapters, yeah. not phase. So I think this is uh, interesting that they are calling them chapters instead of phases and that's like kind of a and they've named this chapter yeah which i gods like. and monsters that's cool you know cool, cool idea to like you know think about this as like a book that they're putting together and that they have like themes for each chapter that they're thinking of yeah like you said uh you know it's uh chapter one you know gods and monsters so yeah. you know we'll with this little slate here that i'm going to list off we're definitely going to get a bit of an idea of what maybe that looks like and mm-hmm. how that is interpreted because um Sounds like there might be more in this chapter that hasn't yet been revealed, perhaps, or who knows. But, yeah. uh, you know, it sounds rather unique. You know, it's funny, like, when it first, when 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 the news broke, I think I was, like, kind of, I felt a little underwhelmed initially. Yeah. I've had a lot of time to stew on it and to think about it, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot better about it now. Okay. Because it's like, you know what, let's just see what happens here. Yeah. Because this is different. Yeah. It doesn't copy what the MCU's done because the MCU had to earn what they've done. Yeah. It's not as ham-fisted or as a, you know, assuming as like what the DC extended universe right. was trying to do. Yeah. This actually does feel like an effort to give you something different, new and unique. And they've even said so in their their um, uh, you know, when they released it that mm-hmm. we want to, you know, 
use established characters, but we want to get brand new characters that we can then have them lean on these yeah. young established ones to introduce you. And it's smart. That's a smart thing to do. And that's James Gunn's MO. Like, for fuck's sake, Guardians of the Galaxy, man. That's yeah. going to be one of his biggest successes of all time because I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Didn't until want to know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Quite frankly, I didn't want to know. <laughs> and then that movie came out, and it was outstanding, and now they're household names. Yeah. They're main characters in the Avengers. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're still everlasting and they're yeah. popular yeah same could be said for like what he did for peacemaker right no who the fuck yeah. is peacemaker or all, all the other um uh characters that are in the suicide squad his yeah. version of polka dot man yeah. and yeah. uh you know like uh blood sport yeah i mean rat catcher two. rat catcher two <laughs> um yeah i mean and no javelin yeah and just all these characters that like you've never ever heard of. The that, Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Shore is in Savant, you know? You know? Uh, so he's got a knack mm-hmm. for doing that. And I think that is another reason why he is a huge get for the company. You know, like this guy has a creative mind and an openness that is unpredictable mm-hmm. that you wouldn't suspect to be successful. Right. So it remains to be seen, but let you know, we'll find out. Well, the whole point of this episode <laughs> is their introduction of the DC Universe's Batman, which will be The Brave and the Bold, which mm-hmm. will be a story about Batman and Robin. This version of Robin will be Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne. Yes. And James Gunn had this to say about the project. The Brave and the Bold is a story of Batman, Bruce Wayne, and his actual son, Damian Wayne, This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. Hmm. Let me parse out that that statement just a little bit. That end of that. The beginning of a sort. Yeah. Of the Bat family in the DCU. Begin, yeah, beginning of sort of the Bat, of the Bat family. So it's um, it's going to be probably, I think, in general, just an introduction. Like, I would like to hope that this isn't necessarily saying that Damian Wayne is the first Robin. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I'm hoping this will be a reference that there is a Nightwing who, you know, Dick Grayson, who was Robin. Yeah. There's a Red Hood, you yeah. know, Jason Todd. Well, although I, I think we talked about this a while back where, like, maybe they could save, like, the whole Red Hood storyline. Yeah. That would be fun for a movie or mm-hmm. a, a series. Totally. Um, But definitely there should be a Tim Drake out there. Yeah. Um, And, yeah. And maybe a, a Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, or at yeah. this point, maybe she's already Oracle. Who knows? The, right. And really, it's really we don't know anything of the timeline of what yeah, they want to do. Yeah, we don't know what they're. Yeah, it's kind of like what they did with Batman v Superman. We didn't really know. You know, it's a, it's an older Batman. It was, right. it was twenty years into crime fighting, but yeah. we don't know exactly what's happened in his history. So right, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's the extent of what we know for the Brave and the Bold, and. Uh, You know, who will be the DC Universe's Batman? I mean, you know, what really will constitute as to what we're looking for? And I think uh, a general idea of what I think we had to consider for our list of, you know, our choices of who we could go for. I mean, if I may be so bold to say, is someone that's going to be old enough to be a parent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Considering the typical Batman lore. Dad vibes. Yeah, exactly. Some bad dad vibes. Considering the typical Batman lore, I mean, you know, he started crime fighting at the age of 25. Mm-hmm. You know, he spent seven years learning how to fight crime and, to, you know, to fight injustice. Mm-hmm. So 
in theory, they could play around with the the history of Batman. Maybe yeah. he met Talia while crying. Right. Maybe he met Talia, hooked up with her, and all that when stuff. When he was like maybe twenty two. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, they could 20. do they could do something like that, or maybe they do keep it to when he is crime fighting, kind of like in the story, like the yeah. traditional uh, Batman stories, where right it was him being Batman that earned the respect yeah. of. Razal Ghoul to like want him to be his heir and yeah. him and Talia are in love and all that stuff. So who knows? I mean, there's a lot of options here. So we're looking at some a Batman that's going to be maybe at this point mid 30s. Yeah, you know, mid or late 30s. Early. I, I was I would say early to mid 30s, but early mid 30s. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm thinking either late, way, like yeah. you know, 30s or even dipping into the early 40s, yeah. depending on you know True. what the circumstances yeah. are. Yeah. So yeah, let's get on with it, guys. Yeah. So we have. DC Universe's Batman for the Brave and the Bold coming up here. We don't know anything about fuck about who's <laughs> we don't up know in line. Fudge all about it. Yeah, you're being really PG. What the heck? <laughs> Anyways, uh, but no, we don't. We don't know who's next. We don't know who's even being thought of if they're even you know trying to court a specific actor. Right. Yeah. We, what what we told you is exactly what we know. Like it's a it's a Batman the Brave and the Bold, Damian Wayne Robin. And Batman. That's all we know. <laughs> and we're not going to bother to try and guess who they could cast as Damien because that sounds like a child actor's job. Yeah. And quite frankly, like, we don't know any children. We don't, we don't know any children. <laughs> and all the children that we would know, they're probably going to be like, you know, in their teens or they're going to be old, too old to play by right, the time yeah. that they finally get this movie, you know, in production. Yeah. So we don't know. And so we'd rather focus on what feels more realistic, which is casting Batman. Yeah. So, um, Without further ado, it's time to go through. We made a top five. This is true. This is a top fiver of who we, uh, you know, respectively yeah. think of here. Some of them, we may we may end up coming across a, a similar feeling on somebody. Yeah, we may so. have uh, some some duplicates uh, across our, our list. Yeah. Um, but we will uh, go tit for tat here, starting at number five. <laughs> number five. I ranked him, and then I think David's like, yeah, I could rank him too. So. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm ranking him per, like, who I least think think could do it versus the most who could do it so <laughs> that's where I, my mindset is on that one um did we agree I forgot I, we've been talking for so long did we agree on who's gonna go first oh uh, we have uh, not oh, okay do, do you want to would you like to go first yes. or oh okay <laughs> <laughs> without further ado our top five of who could be batman or at least who we would like the wouldn't mind seeing as who batman we, yeah based yeah. on what we know about the the criteria, the ideas, and uh, we'll roll from there. So, David will start us off. David, who so, do you got, buddy? Number five, I have Richard Madden. And you might know Richard Madden for uh, basically Game of Thrones. He played uh, Rob Stark, the uh, well, King I, of the North. That's not how I know him. That's not how you know How do you know him? <laughs> I know him as Icarus ah! <laughs> and Eternals. He was also in Rocket Man. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was the uh, producer. Oh, he uh, was, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. How about that? How about that? Um, but yeah, I, I I picked him because as my number five, just because he he does have um, great jawline. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling you were gonna say that. <laughs> uh, he is, uh, you know, he he can look like Bruce Wayne. Um, he's got he's obviously a very handsome dude. Um, I think he can exude that kind of Playboy esque kind of thing, and um, I think you can. Uh, um, I think I think he would look good in a in the bat suit. And uh, I, you know, his his fighting, you know, the eternal stuff. I didn't get a real sense that he's like a great uh, fighter in the choreography of that movie. So, but again, 
stunt people will be doing the fighting <laughs> once you put the cowl on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just thought that he he. He could look the part. He's kind of just a boring white guy. <laughs> but, you know, Bruce Wayne's kind of just a boring-looking white guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you might have a point there. Um, you know, the the only thing that I can think of about Richard Madden is I don't think I've ever heard him do an American accent. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking that. And I don't his, think I've heard that either. His Scottish accent is just so goddamn thick. Yeah. Well, maybe so, a Scottish bad. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. Uh, but I haven't. I'd have to go seek it out, but I don't think mm. he's done anything yeah. or if he's attempted saying, you know, having an American right. accent. Um, but I'd be curious. I mean, it would be a hell of a test. I would say, you know, if he if he can't do an American accent, uh, you can get somebody that looks just like him uh, or he looks just like somebody else, which is uh, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> For some reason, Richard Madden, when Eternals was coming out, every time I looked like just kind of had a glancing look at like a, a poster or a, a, an image, I was like, Sebastian Stan is in this. <laughs> <laughs> they just have like I feel like they have a similarly like, structured face and like we're not we're not jumping ahead and, on your list, are we? No, we're not. Oh, okay, uh, so I was just uh, just want to make sure. Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sebastian yeah. Stan, man. If he wasn't stuck in the Winter Soldier, I mean, yeah. that'd be pretty doable right yeah. there. That's a good one. But yeah, tell me, your, lay it on me, number five. All right, number five. I went with uh, a pretty boy here, but he's he's somebody who I think has potential yeah. in uh, doing something like this, and that is Zach Efron. Oh, yeah. I'm going big. I'm going big and pretty here. Pretty boy. <laughs> big and pretty. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know Zac Efron, he uh, is pretty well known for uh, back in like you know the mid two thousands to for being in a High School Musical. I know not the most inspiring thing to say mm-hmm. when it comes to Batman casting, but you know that be that that's usually the case with most Batman <laughs> actors that get cast. They're usually they've done projects nobody yeah. ever liked and don't think that they could ever be Batman. But Christian guess Bale's what? in Newsies. That's right. <laughs> Although, yeah. Um, and then you got, like, Michael Keaton, who was in Mr. Mom, and you've got, yeah. uh, you know, Robert Pattinson, who was in Twilight. So yeah. these things happen. I mean, much like with Ben Affleck, you know? Ben yeah. Affleck, you know, was in Geely, and people <laughs> pretend that they saw that movie and hated it. Yeah. I mean, I never saw that movie, but I pretend to hate it. But I hate uh, it. <laughs> but I hate it anyways. And um, so with uh, Zac Efron, you know, he's done some other really decent flicks since. Like, he was in this yeah. movie called Paperboy that had John Cusack and Nicole Kidman. It was kind of a weird drama, mm. thriller kind of piece. And, uh, you know, he was in, um, you know, the what is it? He's been in a lot of comedies over the yeah. years, um, like Baywatch, mm-hmm. Neighbors. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be in this movie coming up. Uh, it's a, a biopic on a wrestling family mm. called uh, The Iron Claw. Okay. Where he plays Kevin Von Erich, who is one of like Kevin Von Erich, who is, uh, have you ever heard of the Von Erich family mm-hmm. from back in the uh, back in the day? No. World-class championship wrestling in uh, Texas. So it's a tragic story. Uh, Kevin Von Erich is one of like five brothers, and he's the only surviving brother. The oh, rest wow. committed suicide. Damn. So it's a very sad story, but this movie's currently in production, and uh, he got really beefed up for the role, and, mm-hmm. which is funny because like Kevin Von Erich is like the least beefiest brother in the family. <laughs> um, he's ripped, but he's not beefy. Yeah. But Kevin uh, Zach Efron, who in his personal life, you know, I've read up on him recently, where I didn't know this, but he has dealt with like some alcohol issues and some drug oh. issues. Nothing really too crazy okay. or public, yeah. but he he acknowledges that he doesn't, you know, he's fell into those traps and he doesn't yeah. like it, so he tries to better himself. Mm. Um, and uh, he, just in general, he seems like a nice dude. Yeah. And he looks 
like when he's in the bed, like he's now like 36. So I think by the time that this mm-hmm. movie gets made, he'll be like 37, 38. Who knows? Yeah. So he'll be of a certain age where he's a parent. Yeah. And he's just always in great shape. He looks great. He carries himself, I think, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I think that he need, you know, he's going to be in a lot more movies that challenges him as an actor. Yeah. So I think he's got what it takes. Yeah. To just definitely, and it, you know, I can see him in a more modern armored, you know, cow, cape and cowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just kind of going for it. So yeah. I, you know, he would look like a good Bruce Wayne, and he would, yeah. you know, you know, he'd be a sexy Bruce Wayne, <laughs> and he would be a pretty cool looking, hopefully badass Batman if yeah. he's down for that kind of responsibility. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a solid pick. And he's he's a name, bankable name. He is a bankable name for sure. Um, and someone yeah. you once again least it's someone that people would publicly want to underestimate. Yeah, and then find out, oh, he's actually really good. Yeah, like I think he would have that capability. Um. Just on a on a side note, uh, heading over into, into a different universe here, uh, you know they've I, I've seen you know fan art of him as like Wolverine, and I'm like, yeah, that that would work. I think he would also be a very good Cyclops. Oh yeah, you know because yeah. he's very kind of like he could be like the the Boy Scout kind of thing, you know. Oh, big time. Yeah, and I think he would. Yeah, definitely that type of person that you would underestimate to be a strategist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So cool. That's yeah, a good one. Solid pick, man. Yeah. Who do you got next? So number four. I have on my list Louis Tan. Louis Tan. So Louis Tan was in probably his his most uh, famous thing is uh, he was in the last Mortal Kombat movie. Was he uh, the? He was the original character. The the, the, you know, the originally made. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. For for the movie, I forgot oh, what his name okay. is. In the movie, yeah, but, I forget. I forget his name. Yeah, too. but he was, I, he I was, watched the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, me too. He was also in uh, Iron Fist. He was like in a scene. He was the drunken master in the first season of Iron Fist. Okay. Um, huh. But uh, he's you know he's a, a guy who is a a martial artist. Um, obviously, you know he he can handle that kind of stuff we saw in in Mortal Kombat. Um, he, I think he he can look like uh, a very dapper gentleman. You know, um, he's now he's he's Asian. Uh, I believe he's uh, I believe he's Chinese. Um, and uh, so you know, there's there's a, a little bit of a uh, um, casting, you know, outside the what the normal, you know, how he's normally depicted, right? But I I think that's I think that's fine, especially nowadays. You know, so many so many people are cast outside the race <laughs> of what the character is, um, and there's nothing in Batman that I feel like he has to be a white guy. You know what I mean? I think it's getting to that point now. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I like your pick, too, for that one because he's not a super known actor. Yeah, and that, that's the thing, too, that I was thinking, like, I, I have a feeling that they would go for... Because you, you can't put... I don't know. Well, I guess they kind of did it with uh, Ben Affleck and, and Henry Cavill, but it would be hard to put, like, a big star next to a Superman that is possibly... Not a big star, you know what I mean? Like mm. a, kind of a no name, depending on who they cast for Superman. Um, but uh, he's also, you know, he's thirty six, um, which I think is like kind of right in that sweet spot. Um, the, I don't know if I've ever. Well, I guess he plays a dad in <laughs> in Mortal Kombat, um, so he can get those uh, dad vibes, I guess. Um, but yeah, the the biggest thing for me was just the the martial arts thing. I think he could you know, really do a lot of his own yeah. stunt work of sorts. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he, he strikes me as like, he's not like a big beefy guy. He's more lean. And yeah. that kind of hits me as like, a <laughs> as like a, uh, um, 
like seventies Batman, you know, mm. like the how they drew him in the seventies, you know, like the yeah. Jim Apero would draw him or or Marshall Rogers or whatever. Um so yeah, I think I think that's yeah. That's my number four. That's a solid right idea. Solid idea. Um kind of taking a little bit of a page out of your book there with your fourth pick mm-hmm. in terms of going outside of this standard, you know, uh typical, you know, ethnicity yeah. of Batman traditionally. And I'm also, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest, like most of my picks are pretty much high in the sky. And this mm-hmm. one may be the highest pick out of the sky, <laughs> if I'm being honest. And that is Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if we're going to get swerved and he ends up being Superman. Dude, we could. I mean, there there is that. He, he was working on a on a, a black Superman uh, project. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if that's the same thing that the Ta-Nehisi Coates one with J.J. Uh, um, Abrams. I don't know if that if they're the same project or not, but uh, I mean I know there was one where it was a different you know like f- different oh, future right. yeah like sub- a Von, yeah. Von L or something like yeah. that yeah so was he oh wait was that a lot of post op <laughs> a lot of, a lot of editing on this episode for you man <laughs> go ahead um I forgot if was he going to be the uh, like the one that is uh, the president the one that Grant Morrison made who is like. President or there, I think there was maybe a different one. Ah, well, it it doesn't matter. But him as Batman. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't know Michael B. Jordan, I mean, his work will speak for itself. He was Mm -hmm. Killmonger in Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. He even voiced him in the What If series. Mm -hmm. He's Adonis Creed in the Creed films. And, um, you know, he's... Big beefy boy. He's a beefy boy. He's a very talented actor. And he is, you know, getting up there in age. And honestly... You know, uh, I know, you know, once again, I think it's, 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 I don't know why, even for me, I'm guilty of this. I used to Mm -hmm. be very picky about like, well, you know, Batman's a white guy. Yeah. He should probably maintain a white guy. And then eventually I kind of changed up my thoughts where, uh, you know, it'd be more interesting. And like, because I remember like there was a topic of like, well, what if Batman were black? Yeah. Well, I was like thinking, well, what if Batman was Arabic? (laughs) You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like the idea of like that correlating with a storyline with like Ra's al Ghul right. going from there and um, little things like that. Yeah. And um, point being, I think where that's where the whole idea just sort of comes to a very screeching halt is this. Yeah. Why does it matter? Right. Let's go ahead and look, we're in the day and age now where we can do it. Yeah. The, the only issue that you'll find is cause I don't think anybody's tried this yet. And it would be a risk if it ever were to happen is if you were to like, you know, change a race of a, of a black character to a white guy. Yeah. I don't think anybody's had the balls to do something <laughs> weird as that. And I don't know how polarizing that would be depending on the project or whatever that would be. Yeah. But in this scenario, if we were going to go ahead and change things up for Batman, mm-hmm. you know what? Michael B. Jordan is somebody that stands out to me as the total package. He's a name. Yeah. This would be a huge, huge leap of a role for him. Yeah. In terms of like, yeah, you were Kree, but now you're Batman. Yeah. You know, you were the uh, one of the more favorable villains in the MCU, but now you're like one of the biggest heroes yeah. in the DC universe. Yeah. So it would be a huge feather in his cap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he would chew it up because yeah. there's something about him, his brooding style. Mm. His, obviously his physicality is there. Right. And I, I mean, making him into a parent too as well. Yeah. There's something about Michael B. Jordan who I think could tap into those three. Yeah. So, um... What more can be said? The man's a total package. I think yeah. nobody's gonna be mad about that. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I do see him more as a Superman type. Maybe just because you know I've been reading in the press that you know he's he 
was working on that uh, Superman project, you know, that. But he, he has such a nice smile. <laughs> that is just like, it seems like he would be, you know, like a, a Superman type. Um, but yeah, he, there is, there is, uh, I mean, him as, as Killmarker, dude, like there's that darkness there that he can tap into that's just good for, for Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I, I'd, I'd go see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. My number three. Here we go. I got Adam Driver. Wait. No, your number three is Adam Driver? My number three is Adam Driver. My number three is Adam Driver. Say words, son. <laughs> <laughs> how All about right. that? Uh, yeah, how about that? All right, well, well you, you got to go first as to what led you to All Adam right. Driver. So Adam Driver, um, one was seeing like some pictures of him in like a suit on like some red carpet stuff, and I'm just like, that dude looks pretty like smooth. Like I, I would see him as like a um, a playboy, <laughs> a playboy billionaire. Um, but also, he's he's so um, odd looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's not like uh, conventionally a handsome dude, but there is like something uh, to him that is uh, appealing, um, and there's a darkness. To him, you know, if, if he, he feels he he, uh, what am I trying to say? He he feels like there is uh, something happening underneath his, you know, behind his eyes. There's a lot more there's turmoil. More, yeah, there's a lot more. He's turmoil very still, there. and he also has this thing of like being very still up front, but a lot of rage. You know, we see it in, in Kylo Ren, uh, where. He's trying not to show any emotion up front, but there's so much rage behind his eyes and how he can, like, keep his voice very still like this, you know. But it's like at any moment he's going to start screaming or, or going to a rage about something, um, which I feel like is part of Batman where he has all that, you know, anger. Um, I also think that he he would work well in an ensemble, like when you put them all together in, in a Justice League movie. I think he can... I, th- I think he's a very funny dude. And like, there's a lot of movies where, like, if you've ever seen him in, like, Inside Lewin Davis, he's very funny. In the the most recent movie, uh, White Noise, um, he's really funny in that as well. Um, but uh, so I, I think he can play off of people, you know? Um, the one thing I would, might have a problem seeing is him in the Batman suit. His chin is, you know, is very pointy. He kind of has a weak chin. Uh, you know, like it's, it's not, it doesn't jut out or anything like that. He has a very, uh, large nose as well. Whoa. So like, I'm oh, sorry. Whoa. He just, he, he's got a schnoz on him. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> so like, schnoz on him. Oh, so now putting, so now putting the, uh, the, the cowl on top of that mm-hmm. might be a little weird. Um, but you know, that's whatever. <laughs> uh, but I, I do think that he, he would be very good. I think he would... Again, the 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 Kylo Ren <laughs> of it, uh, I think, would fit into uh, Batman. Now, I don't know if he would want to play another dude that wears an all black <laughs> costume, um, but uh, yeah, that uh, I, I I I can see him ordering around uh, a little kid and being like kind of kind of aloof, you know, like not yeah. being able to um, express how he's actually feeling to his son. Um, but uh, and I think he's a great actor too. I think everything yeah. I've ever seen him in, I've never seen him put in a bad performance. He's yeah, great. 
Why is he number three on yours? Well, he just happens to be number three. Uh, no, I just, uh, you know, I, I absolutely agree with you on a lot of that stuff. And, you know, with, with Adam Driver, anything I've ever seen him in, I agree. He is, he does not underperform. He does exactly what is asked of the character and mm-hmm. he delivers yeah. and he delivers it his way. And yeah, he has, I think, based on like looking at like movies, like not just even with the Star Wars as Kylo Ren, um, even like the more dramatic ones like uh is it marriage story yeah, marriage story. yeah. and w- why i bring that one up is because there is this you know both of those movies if i'm like both of those characters like with kylo ren and uh, I, I don't know the name of the character in uh, marriage mr. story Ma- mr marriage marriage story mr marriage story <laughs> and there is a certain type of like level of authority that he brings mm-hmm. that you would not expect right. for him to deliver as a character and as an actor to deliver like you know, in, in as Kylo Ren, he has to be militant and mm-hmm. selfish and commanding, and there's something about that where that's kind of what Batman has to do to get certain Robins in line occasionally. Yeah, maybe not to the extent of like Batman and Robin, the Boy Wonder, written by Frank Miller, <laughs> where it's a lot more a little too militant yeah, for its a own too good. Far. Yeah, a little too far, unfortunately. Whereas this, it's like, you know what would be the dynamic, you know? And I mean, there's a level of intensity that you have to have to be Batman, I think, when yeah. you're in that cape and cowl. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the duplicity of being Bruce Wayne, which I think Adam Driver, there's something about him being Bruce Wayne that's more appealing. Yeah. You know, there's him with his life, who he really is, mm-hmm. where to have that conflict of, like, to have a son. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I think par- parenthood-wise, mm-hmm. he's somebody that would stand out to me. He's somebody who could be yeah. nurturing, Somebody who could be authoritative, yeah. someone who could be, you know, um, uh, men- like a mentor. Yeah. Like I can see him just being like a mentor trying to like show Robin the ropes, trying to get Damian Wayne. Like mm. there's something about that that's got to be like a big part of the movie maybe where he's teaching his son. Yeah. Not just, you know, the functions of fighting crime, but just to understand why. Yeah. The, he- the sanctity of life. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that's. Hopefully an aspect of the film that will be explored greatly yeah. is, you know, why Batman doesn't kill mm-hmm. and why, you know, Damien spent his life being an assassin was not the right way to go. Right. So I'm hoping there's going to be some something around. Cause, yeah. You know, the, the best part, the best Damien Wayne to read about isn't the one where he's trying to, like, combat his dad or combat mm-hmm. the other Robins about his more violent lifestyle. Yeah. But really him learning to just be a kid. Yeah. And to be loved. Yeah. And I'm hoping that it's something that can be conveyed. And I feel like Adam Driver can do something like that. Yeah. And, and learn learn about himself, too, yeah. through his son. You know, like, learn to access that um, that more loving part of himself, you know. And simply put, Adam Driver is just a great actor. He's got range. Yeah. He can, yeah, totally. He can convey a whole lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, the multitude of movies this guy's done from playing a galactic villain to a redeemed, you know, villain mm-hmm. by the end of it to also portraying an officer who's got to go undercover and be right, a Klansman. Yeah. And then just a variety of stuff this guy does. Yeah. He's, he's the total package in his own way as well. Yeah. And he does have a very hot body type, but it's functional. He's yeah. a full, and plus he's a former Marine. Yeah. That's the other thing too. He's a, he's a Marine. So he's been, trained in, knows, in some forms of martial arts you know and he understands i think you know combat and yeah i mean there's just there's there's just a lot behind this guy's background that just makes sense yeah how he would look like in the cape and cowl honestly you can really never predict how any of these guys look right. like in the cape and cowl 
Like when when Pattinson got announced, we're like, well, I don't know what the fuck he's gonna be like. But <laughs> whatever suit they develop, it works. Yeah. So I have no issue with that because yeah. I feel like anytime that we think about it, whatever whatever they come up with with these actors, it works. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of an actor who looked bad in a bad suit. Yeah, that's true. Other than whatever they're doing with Gotham Knights, the TV show that looks like dog shit. <laughs> Is somebody in a, a bad suit? In no, that? but they had that cowl, that that mask, and it looked oh, like absolute. That's right. Like yeah. it looked like it looked like a plastered piece of shit. <laughs> So, but yeah, Adam Driver, yeah. you know, I would absolutely be very open to seeing what he yeah. could do. And I think he has every ounce of authenticity to pull it off. Totally. Um, number two on my list, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh. Now he's a little older than I, I, I would have. But he's, he still looks great. He's Yeah, that's the thing. He he looks young. <laughs> like he, he can play, you know, a late 30s dude, you know. Um, I picked him because he he has a lot of darkness. I think uh, in his visage, <laughs> in the the way he looks, um, you know, obviously Donnie Darko. <laughs> it's in the name right there. Um, <laughs> it's in the name. But uh, Nightcrawler, uh, the, uh, the the movie Nightcrawler. He he Ooh. has uh, he he plays uh somebody who is very dark and is, is part of the um uh i'm trying to think here he's like accessing uh the the darker parts of a, of a human psyche and like the more um unstable parts <laughs> of somebody um which i think is good for a, a a batman to be a little bit you know you don't know if he's gonna go over the edge you know you, you should be worried that he's gonna go too far um, he would look great as Bruce Wayne in a suit, doing the the Playboy thing. He's got the hair. He's got the he's got a great head of hair. <laughs> great head of hair. And, um, and a great jawline too. Really good jawline, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I I don't know if I've ever really seen him play dad type roles. I guess maybe in you know, uh, maybe uh, maybe in Brothers when Natalie Portman called him daddy. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, I, I was gonna say like maybe uh, in uh, uh, Far From Home, like I, he's a, you know a little bit of a mentor to um, yeah, to, like that first half yeah. of Far From Home. Yeah, I guess he's more of like a big brother in, in that. But you know, he uh, I think I think he, he's he obviously looked, a great actor as well. He looked so he good can, in that suit. Yeah, yeah, he did look good in that Mysterio suit. Yeah. Um, and then, or if you ever seen like Southpaw, I've never actually Dude, seen the movie, but that physique, the, yeah. Um, so he, yeah, so he, he, I think he can, I think he could, yeah, I think he could do it. I think it's, uh, if he wasn't as old as he is, I think he would be the perfect choice. I think he's somebody who's got that weird Jared Leto thing where he's old, yeah. but he's not like. He doesn't look like he's right. ancient. He's keeping himself together very well. Yeah, and he looks he has great. Good genes, probably. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, he's a great actor, and uh, absolutely, I think everything you you said nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've we've definitely have privately talked about Jake Gyllenhaal before, and mm-hmm. some other projects I would have been interested to see him in, or some other ideas that we would love to see you know fulfilled someday. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a very <laughs> good one. Thank you. I'll tell you who my number two is. Lay it on me. All right, this is somebody who has a desire to be Batman, and I think that 
he has proven himself in some recent projects where with this whole idea, I think one thing that we haven't really talked about as well with uh, the overall DC universe plans is not only is it just going to be, you know, films and television, but also possibly video games. Mm -hmm. And primarily when it comes to like both films and television, especially animated, I think this guy is somebody who not only has the passion and drive to do it, but has already started to do it. And that guy is Jensen Ackles. Mm, yes. So with Jensen Ackles, that dude is, he's a mark for Batman. <laughs> he's been campaigned to be Batman in the CW verse, you yeah. know, the Arrowverse stuff. Mm -hmm. He's currently voicing Batman, like some of the right. features like he does for the long Halloween adaptations. Yeah. So he's already getting started on some stuff. Uh, as far as like physically, he he's he's typically in pretty decent shape. He's yeah. always in good shape. Yeah. Um, Age-wise, he's in his early to mid-40s, which is shocking because he looks so much better than that. <laughs> and I think with his recent role in like the boys mm -hmm. in season three yeah. showcases that there is a level of maturity into how he can perform. Yeah. And he has a lot of different things that he got to test out yeah. performance wise with the soldier boy character. Yeah. So for me, that really kind of, cause over the years he's talked about it. He's talked about it. He's really campaigned for it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, sure. And he had this really shit cosplay Batman outfit <laughs> yeah, that he, he wore. I saw those pictures. Don't man. really understand who made that for him and yeah. what was going on. But honestly, there's a, there's a couple of angles or a couple of pictures with the close-ups of him, him and the cowl. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit pretty, <laughs> but I think that with the right suit and yeah. with the better, you know, I guess, visuals. Mm -hmm. And for him not being super, super well-known as like a worldwide actor, yeah. but he's also got a, he's got a pretty good fan base with the Supernatural crew. Yeah. And just like I said, the stuff that he's been able to achieve with Soldier Boy and the boys. Yeah. So I think, you know what? If this is his time, mm -hmm. this is his time. Yeah. And yeah, I think he's got what it takes. He's got the voice. He's got the look. He's got the... He's got the passion. Yeah. He's got the passion. He wants to be Batman. Yeah. Not a lot of people out there are chasing to be Batman when they know that there's a lot of heavy hitters in Hollywood that could probably outclass them. Yeah. Um, it, interesting that, that you bring up the, the voice uh, of it because uh, one thing that I, I didn't necessarily consider as I was putting my list together but that you you pointed out just now is they're looking to cast these people to, to go you know into video games and to go into animated stuff and to do live action stuff. And as you said, he's already played Batman in uh, some animated uh, features. He was he also did uh, I think it was the Red Hood in Under the Red Hood. Um, so he he has experience doing voiceover work, you know, doing voice voice acting. Um, and I think I think that would be very very cool. You know, there was a fan casting I think um, a long time ago of him as as Red Hood. Uh, Jason Todd and um, Jared Pilecki as uh, Nightwing. <laughs> that would be something else. That would be that would be something else. Those two seem to be they're going to be attached at the hip forever. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, man, that's yeah, totally. I could totally see Jensen Ackles as 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 a Batman. Totally. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, buddy. Time for our number ones. Number ones. Who's who's at your number one? Put your ones in the air. Put your ones up in the sky. <laughs> uh, so my number one is Henry Golding. Oh, going for old snake eyes Old there. snake eyes, that's old, right. Old crazy rich Asian himself. <laughs> that's right. 
So now I do have to put a disclaimer on this. I've never seen anything Henry Goldling has been in. <laughs> so, okay. So you are. I'm going off of strictly the projects that he's been in mm-hmm. and uh, pictures that I've seen of him. You, you didn't. You didn't see Last Christmas with Amelia Clark. <laughs> I did not. No. I don't know what else he's been in. So other than like the other two movies, um, he is. I I feel like he's you know been around enough been in, been in enough projects. Yeah, he was obviously the lead in Snake Eyes, um, but he's not like super well known. So you could cast him and and not be hung up on the actor that is playing Batman. Um, you just be focused on just Batman. Um, obviously in Snake Eyes, I watched a scene. I should say I watched a scene from Snake Eyes where he he's fighting like uh, doing a sword fight on a on a truck or something like that. And it was really good. He was his. It was him doing the stuff, you know. Uh, so I, I think he would be a very, you know, good martial artist uh, to to do the, the fight choreography. Um, with him being in Crazy Rich Asians and that uh, uh, Christmas movie, <laughs> um, I think he can show like that he can be a charming dude that can probably play up the the Bruce Wayne uh, playboy aspect. Um, He's 36, again, right in that sweet spot for me of uh, he, he could be a believable dad, <laughs> um, <laughs> but not but not old, uh, but not, you know, like an old grizzled Batman, you know, with what they did. Because I, I would imagine, too, that they would maybe want to go away from what they did in the DCEU with the Batman v Superman stuff where Batman is, is an older uh, uh, Batman, but their Superman is young because, you know, they, they've talked about their Superman. They want to be kind of in the early stages of his Supermaning. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's established, but he's not, he didn't do all the stuff that <laughs> the Henry Cavill, the Superman did, you know? Um, so I would imagine that they maybe want to keep their, their Batman close in close age to, to the Superman. Um, so yeah, so that that's why I, I put Henry Golden on there. Now I do feel a little silly because obviously, like I said, I have not seen anything Henry Golden has done, but he uh, uh, looks like he could he could fit the bill for everything that I was looking for. Um, and again, he he's also a you know a uh, um, kind of a race switch <laughs> in this. He's a, a Malaysian, I, I think. Um, but again, he jet black hair. That's all I need on Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's a good-looking dude, too. He's a good-looking so. dude, yeah. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, man, I mean, look, I've never watched any of his stuff either. <laughs> I, I know that some of his stuff was like, yeah, I mean, like, I know Last Christmas and Snake Eyes were like movies that were still playing at the theaters when I was still oh, working okay. with yeah. the, over at the Majestic. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's all. I don't know. I have nothing yeah. really more to add other than like, yeah, you know, he's got the looks. He's yeah. He's got the skills to, you know, maybe do some choreography with the fight scenes. Yeah. I can't really speak on the merits of his acting. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a weird number one for you. But, uh, <laughs> hey, look, I, I, you know, the man gets work and he's doing stuff. So yeah. who knows? I mean, and once again, I mean, traditionally, it's almost like sometimes Batman isn't going to be the the actor you expect. Yeah. And with this endeavor this is something that you can make a star out of somebody like him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, an even bigger star, I should say. Right. So, yeah, anything's possible, man. And honestly, like, that's a decent one to kind of try out for because who knows what his true range is. A role like this can test a man like that. True. 
How about you, man? What's your number one? My Should I put my one in the, in the put sky? Put your one in the sky. <laughs> put them up. Uh, my number one, James McAvoy. Oh, shit. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. If you didn't know. Professor X. That's right. Professor X from uh, X-Men First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. And the rest. And the rest. <laughs> and uh, as well as playing, um, you know, in the performing, uh, well, I forget the character's name, but I guess just more simply the Beast in, uh, oh, yes. in, in Split and in Glass. And uh, he was in The Last King of Scotland. He was in Wanted. He was in uh, Filth. He's been in uh, Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. He's got a really, really damn good resume. Yeah. Um, so I, man, I went down a, a, a Wikipedia rabbit hole the other day. Yeah. And when I stumbled onto James McAvoy, I'm like, holy shit. I started thinking about it. I started really picturing him. Yeah. And once again, he's another guy who is so adaptable as a performer. Yeah. He can be anybody. Yeah. You know? And I think that a movie like Split truly showcases that when you've got to play somebody with 37 personalities and different accents on each other. Different accents, different mannerisms, different Mm. tones, different everything. And you look at, like, the nurturing quality of his Professor X, and you look at the, uh, you know, sort of things that he's capable of, mm-hmm. and he physically can be fit. He has a very, you know, in you know sort of a, a very general look to him. He's got the pale look, you know, and right. something about that where maybe that would be fit for Batman or for yeah. Bruce Wayne, who probably doesn't go out in the sun very much. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. He's a very talented actor. He's very good. He seems dedicated when he gets himself into a project. Yeah, and I think so. that uh, this would be very meaty for him. Yeah. And uh, I'm just intrigued by the prospect that out of all of my picks, while the majority of them will work very hard, there's something about James McAvoy where I feel like he'll just step it up a little bit more to yeah. make it work. So that's that's my number one guy, James McAvoy. And I think he would uh, fit, the, fit the role perfectly fine with the suit, with the... Uh, you know, nurturing intentions mm-hmm. of, you know, trying to be a father and maybe also the awkwardness of managing a son that you didn't know you had. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at pictures of James McAvoy right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I can see that. Now, by any chance, David, do you have a list of anybody that you don't want to <laughs> see as uh, as Batman? Not, not necessarily that I don't want to see as Batman, but that... For if not for one, one or two things, <laughs> um, like they could they could be a good Batman, but just based on the criteria that we're looking for, uh, or something else, they they weren't. I, I couldn't put them on my list. <laughs> oh sure, sure. Who do you got? So I made like a huge list of them. Uh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, where uh, I just kind of put anybody that I, I thought <laughs> on here, um, but. Let me see. I'm just going to go through my list here. Um, I did have Jensen Ackles on, on my list. <laughs> oh! Um, too old for me. Too old for um, you, wow. But, uh, too old. Um, I, was, I had Carl Urban, who's been on a lot of, like, you know, fan cast uh, lists before. But again, he's 50 years old right now. <laughs> like, by the time they make this movie, he's going to be way, way older. It'll be even more 50s. Um, I have Alan Richson. Ooh. Who's... Uh, Bad Castle. Yeah. Jack Reacher. <laughs> yeah, Jack Reacher. Um, who is, he, he's also played a superhero in 
uh, Aquaman. Smallville. He's Aquaman. Right. He would still be a good Aquaman today uh, <laughs> if, if they got rid of Moa for any reason. Um, he, he was also uh, Hawk in uh, Titans. Yeah, that's right. Um, Hawk and Dove, right? Yeah. But uh, he is, yeah, he, the, the reason I, I couldn't put him on is because um, I haven't seen his, his, his acting hasn't necessarily gotten me pumped on anything. Although I did put Henry Golden on and I didn't, never seen him. <laughs> Say you hypocrites. Um, You're no better than Bob <laughs> King. <laughs> um, let's see here. I have Sebastian Stan. Because <laughs> I had Richard Bed. Um, I, I put on here Henry Cavill. Wouldn't that be wild? That would be extremely wild. I don't think that would happen. No, I don't think so either. But I, I mean, he I mean could, he, honestly, he could he could do he it. He could do it. He man. could do it. Yeah, he could do it. He could totally do it. Um, I don't want you as Superman, but Batman. But Batman, yes, please. I also have on here Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Everybody uh, wants Momoa to do stuff. Everybody wants yeah, Momoa man. to be Aquaman. Everybody wants him to be Lobo. Now you want him to be Batman too. <laughs> um, the man can only be so many combo characters. <laughs> Um, but you know, you, he, he had all those posts about like, I just got the greatest news of my life. <laughs> like the dream come true has happened. What if they were like, Hey man, in this new reboot, you're going to be Batman. I would say Lobo, but what if he's Batman? Cause he didn't, he did test for Batman for Batman v Superman. He did? He did. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. He was, he was in there to, he's, I, I forgot what interview I saw, but he talked about how he got Aquaman was he went in to read for Batman and then Zach called him back for Aquaman. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. That would be um, so yeah. weird to go from Aquaman yeah. to Batman. I, 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 I don't think that he's going to be recast as anybody in the, the new DCU. Uh, who knows? Unless he just maintains being Aquaman, which yeah. I think would maybe, be maybe that's doable. The, that could be the greatest you know, I mean, uh, yeah, that could news, because yeah, he, he, he could be thinking like, oh, they got a new new uh regime here and i might be out or right. maybe they told him like because hey. I, mean, oh, oh, I was gonna say maybe they told him like lost kingdom looks really good and you're gonna get another yeah however many movies and, as and Aquaman. to my understanding i think uh lost kingdom is also supposed to lead into the new universe somehow okay. so yeah he that i mean honestly yeah they would be foolish to not keep him around yeah because why not yeah so yeah, let's see what happens, man. Um, I put on here Roman Reigns. <laughs> now that could be Aquaman. Banan, banan, dan, dan. Yeah, but yeah. So R- Roman Reigns, I think would look obviously like he's a huge dude. I think he would be a very good. Yeah, I had mentioned to you before Tim Sale style uh, uh, Batman, who's just like giant, <laughs> you know, big bodybuilder. You know, the only funny thing about that is, uh, there's a long story behind this from some interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he does have the Rock's agent on, you know, on his, mm. he does have the Rock's agent's phone number. Okay. <laughs> now this is the same agent that also shared agency with, oh, with Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Oh, so, okay. uh, it might not be the best. It may not work out. Um, somebody I've seen a lot is Oscar Isaac is on a lot of like fan casts too. I think he's a little too, uh, not necessarily old, but short. <laughs> Well, you know, then, and and he's Moon Knight. He's Moon Knight now. You know, he's, I don't know if he's, he's gonna. He's on. he's basically he's, he's Marvel's Batman. Is yeah, what he's, Moon Knight he's is all set with that. Yeah. yeah, and he's got like multiple characters he can really play with in that yeah. role. So, I also got uh, John Bernthal, Riz Ahmed, 
Um, Jesus, no. <laughs> not John Bernthal? No, well, not Riz Ahmed. Riz, oh, okay. Riz Ahmed, no. Yeah. I think he's too scrawny. A little too thin, yeah. He's a, little, he's a scrawny boy. Just give him some steroids, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is your list, how long is this thing going? It's just a couple. Oh, I'm fine, a couple long. Um, what do you think of John Bernthal as, as Batman? Um, I'm I'm in I'm interested, yeah. but uh, I don't think he'll do it. Yeah, I don't think he'd want to do it. Yeah, I think that's he would he would compare that to like Punisher as a watered down version. And oh, I think okay, artistically yeah. he wouldn't be into it. Yeah. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. You know, I thought about him too. Yeah, but he's stuck doing Craven the Hunter. Yeah, that's so why he's, he's not on my he's, list. He's gonna be. <laughs> he's stuck. He's gonna be in a terrible Craven the Hunter movie. And he, and he just like turned thirty. That dude's a baby. Yeah, he is a baby. He, he would have been the youngest baby. on my but list. But he looks great though. He's he's an incredibly talented yeah. dude. And on um, Bullet Train, he looked awesome. Dude, on Bullet he looked Train. awesome on Bullet yeah. Train. He's an incredibly talented dude. He looks great. He's. I mean, I, in any other situation. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have my vote of confidence. Um, who knows? I, and like, remains to be seen. So. Yeah. Um, and then I have Tyler Hecklin. Superman, huh? Yeah, the guy who plays Superman on Superman and Lois. Nah, he couldn't do Batman. You don't think so? He's too, uh, too clean looking, you think? Yeah, yeah. He's too clean looking, and honestly, he's too good of a Superman to be a Batman. Yeah, that's so. true. He is. Um, and, and obviously, he's got the Superman gig there. I don't think that they he would. He was in uh, Teen Wolf, which, yeah. you know, means he was a teen bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just going to watch that show, and I never will. But and I never will. And I never will. You'll never have to. Well. Uh, I, so, yeah, so th- those are a little sprinkling of yeah, the, the people that I so, thought. Yeah. I have a much different thing. So yeah. I just have a short list Go for of it. people who I definitely don't want to play Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, number two would be Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. You know what's scary about that is, because I, I, I'm with you, I do not want him to be Batman. Um you know, for a guy who's in so many movies that have, you know, no notability to it, mm-hmm. he's just so unremarkable. He is. Like, you know, I have to be, I have to keep being reminded that he was in Mad Max. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anybody could have done that, I feel. Anybody um, could have done that specific, that specific role. That, yeah. that specific role he yeah. could have done. Yeah. Um, and the thing that really soured me on him is his turn as Beast in all those X Men oh, movies. Oh, dude, so awful. Yeah, just like the, just the wrong take on that character. And it's funny because like you know the like what First Class is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Future Past is pretty good. Yeah, could really give two shits about the rest. Yeah, but he is in unanimously in all four of them. He's the a shit dud. Says he's beast. a dud and all. So <laughs> fucking boring. Like um, there's no charm. There's like ugh. yeah. Um, the 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 reason I I don't I also don't want him to be is because on paper he looks like he would be really good as Batman <laughs> you know like he's he's young in this world you know he's he's young he uh uh is you know he's a handsome guy he's got blue eyes you know the the, the black hair with the blue eyes I feel like is a, a Bruce Wayne thing that I've seen in like the animated uh uh um series um he's been I think he's been up for it or there was like rumors for the Batman you know um but don't do it (laughs) don't do it man see I don't think he's a good looking dude at all I think he's a fucking dork and that's saying a lot (laughs) compared to like what what I look like and who I am yeah um (laughs) I don't want to be that person but I'm also (laughs) tired right now so whatever um (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, dude, he's just so unremarkable. There's nothing yeah. special about his performances. I feel like you could literally swap him out with a lot of different people. Yeah. And, you know, I you watched The Menu recently, and mm-hmm. honestly, I fucking love that movie. Um, yeah. 
it's the best thing I've seen him in. Yeah. In a way, I guess if I can say that, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been like, he's been a lot of good movies. Yeah. But he's not the best part of those movies. Right. And even in this, I wouldn't say he was the best part. However, mm-hmm. it was satisfying to see that his character is the one who gets <laughs> shit on the worst. Yeah. In a way. So he does his job. Yeah. But I just don't think he has the magnetism. Yeah. The magnetism of what a star in a Batman role is. Now, could we be wrong? Possibly. Possibly. And uh, I don't think we'll ever find out. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Life is weird. I didn't think Robert Pattinson would be Batman. <laughs> and here he is. Yeah. And he's actually really fucking great. Yeah. Um, same thing with Ben Affleck. Yeah. We live in the weirdest universe where Ben Affleck, <laughs> Robert Pattinson have been Batman. And none of the other people that we ever thought about would be Batman or not Batman. Yeah. So this is the universe we live in where Michael Keaton's Batman and people are blown away by it. Where yeah. Christian Bale is Batman people are blown away by it. Where fucking Ben Affleck's Batman mm. and nobody's really blown away by it, but they're also pretty okay with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're all surprised. Like they're all surprised. For, for as much hate as they got, he, he kind of came out of Batman v Superman pretty clean. Like everybody going like, you know what? Ben Affleck was pretty good in that movie. <laughs> right. And with Pattinson, you know, I'm happy that, you know, he ended up changing anybody's minds about him yeah and uh yeah so it's really it's one of those things where i I can say nasty things about an actor yeah like nicholas halt based on how unimpressed i am by his presence Mm -hmm. um but it just takes one solid performance to change anybody's mind yeah you know heath ledger i think did that for a lot of people as the joker so he set that bar pretty high Mm -hmm. as a possibility so I'll talk all my shit, but if he ever, if this is the universe in which Nicholas Holt gets a job as Batman mm-hmm. and he does a great job, then cool. I will yeah. be the first one to happily admit yeah. that he did a great job because I care about quality. And if he can deliver, mm-hmm. then good. Yeah. Until such time, I don't think he can. Sorry, Nicholas. Sorry, Nicholas Holt. <laughs> However, that doesn't mean that he is the 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 worst person I want to see as Batman. <laughs> who's, who's the worst person? The worst is is gonna the honors are currently gonna go to until proven otherwise is uh, Army Hammer. <laughs> Ooh, you gotta watch out for that cannibal. <laughs> yeah, man. And again, an, another one where on paper he could he he, he was he was he was cast as Batman he was, for yeah. Justice League Mortal back in two thousand eight. Yeah, um, that never came to fruition, but. You know, he's tall, handsome. He's got can do it. Deep voice. Yeah. He's, he's got he's he's another one of those guys where, yeah, definitely. Good he's, actor. He's, I he's mean, got, he is a good actor. But if his personal life wasn't so fucking weird, <laughs> yeah. if he wasn't so fucking weird, yeah. then we would be he probably would be on one of these lists. Yeah. But um unfortunately he's open about cannibalism and uh that doesn't really sit well with me <laughs> at all so you're going on record as being anti-cannibal <laughs> look I my mean, name is shane and i am anti-cannibalism <laughs> i have never I mean, tasted a... human meat or human flesh whatever i i don't intend to and i don't want to and uh you know life is uh yeah life is too precious to celebrate men like that I mean, and it's women. bold bold yeah. stance that you're taking here yeah listen <laughs> That's how I'm going to run my campaign on anti-cannibalism. <laughs> and I think somebody needs to spread that message. That person's Cannibals name. have had it too good for too long, okay? Listen, I'm not a radical left or right, but I'm definitely <laughs> radically against cannibalism. <laughs> radical cannibalism is not allowed in my country. But no, so yeah, I don't know. Anyways, dude, 
this was fun. Yeah. Um, we broke down the current circum, you know, circumstances behind the new DCU. Yeah. Um, I like your list. I like your list. Thanks, buddy. Amen. And I hope that uh, everybody listening enjoyed what our, what our inputs are and what you know our little fan casting here. And hey, you know, share with us. Let us know who you want to see as the next Batman. Who do you think could really don the cape and cowl, be Bat Dad, and do it right? Um, always, we want we want to know what's up. So definitely share with us what you think. Um, and we'll see. Obviously, you know, as news kind of comes out, as things kind of you know, unveil. Mm-hmm. We'll learn a little bit more about this project and see what all happens next. Yeah. We've, you know, like we said earlier, you know, the good news is the Matt Reeves universe of the Batman is going to be preserved. It's separate. It's going to be its own thing. So Robert Pattinson is going to continue on. And yeah, there's going to be a, another The Batman. Yeah, we're getting The Batman Part 2. The Penguin series is going to be in production soon. And there's a lot more to come from those projects. Yeah. And once again, we're living in an era where we've got more than one Batman and, uh, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I mean, shit, we still have to see Michael Keaton come back as Batman. We still got Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. It's weird, right? Like, <laughs> it should be a joke, but nobody, like, it's not bad. Like, everybody's happy about yeah, it, right? Totally. Like, I'm, I'm cool about that. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I mean, yeah, tell me a million different Batman stories. <laughs> it's almost like how many Sherlock Holmes and, you know, Jesus yeah. Christ movies can we get? You know? <laughs> Endless. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. Keeps on giving. That's my religion, man. <laughs> Batman. Uh, so David, yeah, what's next, man? Dude, so we've been talking about who can be Batman. My fucking back hurts too. Oh yeah, Ugh. you know who else's back hurts? Who? The Batman. Huh? After Bane gets a hold of him. Whoa, 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 what? And that's what we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about Nightfall. Ooh, Nightfall. Yeah. Yeah. Are we are we gonna do the entirety of Nightfall? Like Nightfall, Night Quest. Night. Hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just going to watch this man get his back broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or read it. We're just going to read it. We're just right? going to read it. Yeah. That's right, guys. So tune in for the next episode of The Chemical Syndicate. We're going to be talking Nightfall. We're going to really pretty much cover the events up until the uh, very infamous moment of Bane breaking the bat. And um, it's an iconic story. It's an iconic uh, image. And we are looking to explore a little bit more about that with y'all so please tune in mm-hmm. to the next episode of please. the chemical syndicate please pretty please. please pretty please would you listen some more to our batman <laughs> podcast we'd really appreciate it david where can the good people find us on our social medias uh they can find us uh at chem syndicate on all our social medias should i spell it for you if you will actually you know what bug it i'ma spell it oh do it all right that's C H E M. S Y N D I C A T E. You got it. That's Chem Syndicate. You can find us where, David? Twitter. Huh. Instagram. Huh. Facebook. Huh. Uh, not on TikTok. No, not on TikTok. Don't you dare go to TikTok looking for us. <laughs> you ain't good find us. Because <laughs> we ain't anywhere on there. Um, is that it? Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. got it. You got it covered. You got it covered. But uh, seriously, guys, thank you very much for listening once again to the Chemical Syndicate. We are a Batman podcast. Tune in next time for Nightfall. In the meantime, take care. Bye. Bye. Was that a little over the top? I I can can never never tell. tell.